Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Alex Avila with Love University, and we're back. I'm an author, psychologist, and speaker. Every week, we talk about how to love ourselves, others, and a higher nature, how to improve our finances, career, relationships, health, and spirituality. And we've been doing a series called Invincible You based on my book, Invincible You, Discover Your Inner Power and Achieve Your Heart's Desires, How to Achieve Your Maximum Success Internally and Externally. And today's topic is Your Invincibility Blueprint, A Roadmap to Inner and Outer Success. What does it take to be invincible? It takes a commitment to grow yourself into being the best person you can possibly be. Smart, strong, compassionate, courageous, creative, and loving. To do this, you need to design your invincibility blueprint, a formula for building your psychological resources with happy and positive emotions. On a daily basis, you will increase your creativity, patience, compassion, confidence, optimism, and love. In everyday life, we have blueprints for our day. We have schedules, recipes, and standard ways of doing business and taking care of chores. However, few people have an invincibility blueprint, a detailed plan for inner and outer excellence that consists of developing positive habits, thoughts, and emotions to rewire your brain and bring you maximum results. When you activate your invincibility blueprint, you gain psychological perspective. You learn how to distinguish between important things, such as love and learning, and unimportant matters like momentary slights and setbacks. You focus on the positive aspects of life while also learning how to overcome obstacles and problems. In the process, you become stronger and wiser. You build the wonderful quality known as resilience, the ability to bounce back from momentary setbacks and defeats. The more resilient and invincible you become, the more confidence you will have to continue growing and helping others grow as well. Let's look at some techniques and exercises that will help you create your invincibility blueprint. First of all, do one right act. To increase your invincibility, begin by doing one small right act on your behalf. Make it as small as you want. Just do that one right act. If you're timid in front of someone, resolve that you will look at them in the eye just this one time. If you have a habit of procrastinating, agree with yourself that you will start the project one day earlier than you normally would. If you're afraid to take a risk in a financial opportunity, start by investing in a small way as you gain experience and confidence. By doing this one small right act, you will gather momentum and energy. You will begin to eradicate other problems that are tied to the first problem you're dealing with. If you master procrastination, you can also reduce your self-critical nature. You begin to forgive yourself when you are less than perfect. If you diminish your shyness in personal relationships, you can increase your confidence in speaking up at work. The truth is that genius is nothing more than doing the little things until they are done well enough to open the door of opportunity to greater things. When you do small things well, you build momentum and confidence. Each small accomplishment builds upon the next. Even setbacks, or so-called failures, add more fuel to the fire of your personal growth because you learn what not to do. And this accelerates your progress and gives you a clearer vision of what you need to do to ultimately succeed. To accelerate your growth, begin by building up your decision-making power. Decide quickly on small things. Instead of procrastinating and putting things off for later, decide what you want to do and act quickly. Decide what you're going to say to a troublesome friend, where you're going on vacation, or what kind of gym you want to join. After you do your research and have the facts you need, make your decision quickly. Most of the time, the fear of making a mistake is what keeps you from acting decisively. But the truth is that when you act quickly and intelligently, you will usually make fewer mistakes than if you were to delay and overthink things. When you act from your hara or inner intuition, you will find yourself making good choices as you move quicker toward the goals you want to accomplish. Once you start succeeding with small aspects of your life, it's time to tackle the bigger issues and problems so you can create ingrained positive habits that lead you to success. The next step is to become a mental pathmaker. Would you like a shortcut to excellence? You can find it by becoming a mental pathmaker, a successful person who creates new habits through repetition. Each time you repeat the same desirable habit, you make the mental path or mental connection to the habit deeper and wider. It becomes easier for you to do the things you want to do. Let's say that you want to lose weight and get in shape. Now, there will always be resistance to your old ingrained habits. Your self-defeating mind will tell you that it's too much work to lose weight. It will insist that your genetic makeup is not geared for you to do so. It will tell you, eat and be happy. Let others worry about diet and exercise. 
To become a mental pathmaker and bypass the nagging thoughts of self-defeat, it's a good idea to start small. Begin by going to the gym for a short period of time each day. Gradually, you will get used to going to the gym. You will increase the time you spend there, from 20 minutes to 30 minutes to one hour or more. Pretty soon, you're feeling so good about yourself that you decide to eat better, quit smoking and excessive drinking, and sleep better. Your mental pathway of good health has been ingrained in your mind. The truth is that half the battle of achieving a goal is showing up at the gym, a job interview, or on a date. Many people procrastinate and allow laziness or the fear of failure to take over. They don't make the effort to show up and take a beneficial action, working out, getting a job, creating a relationship. They can make a positive impact on their lives. You can be different. You can create mental pathways by actually showing up to the place you need to be. If you want to get in shape, you will go to the gym regularly. As you ingrain into your mind the idea that you will go to the gym at a specific time, you will find it easier to extend the time there and keep improving your workout to meet your health and appearance goals. Decide that you will travel over newly made paths, for example, your new exercise habit, as often as possible. The more often you go over the new paths, the sooner they will become comfortable for you, and the more you will enjoy your journey of self-development and self-acceptance. As you make upward strides toward your invincibility, it's important that you keep your eyes forward on your improvement and the new path. When you do this, the old negative path, not exercising, will try to lure you back. The old path will whisper in your mind, look at what you're missing out on. Remember all the fun we used to have eating junk food and just lying around the house watching TV. However, as you make more progress along the invisible path, you'll realize that the older path, the unhealthy lifestyle, wasn't really all that much fun. Apart from an initial small burst of pleasure, there was a significant amount of pain, regret, weakness, and diminished health and appearance. But there is good news. Once you burst through the initial resistance of staying the same, you will initiate a positive new mental path. In the case of exercising, you will start eating and working out more, and you will stick to a disciplined regimen. As a result, you will be healthier and happier. By immersing yourself in your new healthy path, you will find that you're gaining more knowledge, experience, and confidence. You see that each successful action is cumulative. One success builds upon the other. Another important element of the invisibility blueprint is to bypass the contraction mindset. The contraction mindset is the obstacle that occurs when your life energy gets weaker and smaller and you're swept away by negative emotions such as anger, sadness, or regret. In this mental state, you have contracted energy. Your energy is withdrawing and diminishing. You feel weak, frustrated, and inadequate. Contracted energy comes in various forms. First, there's anger when you're feeling small and vulnerable, and you try to compensate for it by forming angry feelings inside you. You lash out at others for perceived slight or disrespect they have displayed toward you. In another form of contracted energy, you're swept away by regret. You lament the things you could have done better. Perhaps you regret the way you raised your children. You feel bad that you didn't give them enough time because you were too busy working. Or you may criticize yourself for staying in an incompatible or abusive relationship for too long for the sake of the kids, and they still ended up suffering. In yet another form of contracted energy, it makes you sink into a state of profound sadness. You have lost the essential joy of living. You don't enjoy anything anymore. The sadness is also manifested in your physical expressions. Your body posture is slumped, your face loses its coloring, and your voice lacks spark and enthusiasm. One example of contracted energy is what happens when someone suffers a trauma, a loss, or painful experience. When this happens, the trauma becomes an ingrained part of their mind. The person begins to avoid situations, places, and people that trigger memories or flashbacks, reenactments of the trauma. For example, a person who is a victim of domestic violence relives the physical and verbal attacks of her domestic partner whenever she passes by the kitchen of the house where many of the arguments occurred. She cringes when she touches the pot. She remembers the time her partner threw it at her. She has an angry and shocked feeling every time she looks at her phone. She recalls how she discovered her partner's many infidelities. These mental intrusions, parasites of the mind, become embedded into the abused person's everyday consciousness. Also, the most recent trauma can activate a chain of memories of previous traumas such as child abuse, accidents, or abuse by the previous domestic partner. In time, the memories of the trauma become the central point of their life. The traumatized person ignores other pleasurable things and focuses solely on the pain and horror of the abuse and trauma they suffered. 
The energy contraction continues. They start avoiding people and social interactions. They become depressed, sullen, and withdrawn. Their life narrows significantly. The solution is for the traumatized person to expand their life energy and enlarge their inner and outer nature. To do this, they need to integrate the past traumas into their lives. They need to come to peace with their past painful experiences. They can do this by adopting the trauma as part of their life that although it was painful at the time, can also be a healing and life-affirming force. When they do this, they have learned something. They have found meaning. They have become stronger. Now, there was a mother who was waiting for her son to return from college, and he was on the East Coast. It had been several years since she saw him, and he finally came. She was very excited and happy. He was her only son. One night, he went out with his cousin, and he saw a girl that he liked, and he made a comment, and she misinterpreted it and took it as an insult. She came back with her family members, and they ended up beating the young man to death. It was a horrible and senseless tragedy. Of course, her mother was devastated. She sought therapy and cried constantly and couldn't get over the loss of her only son. Yet over time, she learned something very interesting. She discovered that she really loved children, and she wanted to become a foster mother. And she actually became a foster mother. And it helped to ease some of the pain from the loss of her son because she was able to give love to other children who had also lost their parents in different ways. Although her son could never be replaced, she started to heal because she was able to give love to these other children. She was able to find meaning and insight from the tragedy. In the same way, when you experience pain, trauma, or defeat, you can look for meaning in the lesson, in the pain. And the lesson can help you reverse your tendency to withdraw or contract your energy and can give you a whole new vehicle to expand your energy for the good of yourself and others. And finally, we come to the expansion mindset. With an expansion mindset, you're always looking to grow and contribute. You want to improve yourself and help others better themselves as well. You see life as an ever-increasing miracle of opportunities to experience, love, and learn. When your mind is expanding and you're thinking more positive and healthy thoughts every day, you're energetic, calm, and bright. You enjoy everything. Food tastes better. Stars shine brighter. Birds sing more melodically. Overall, you see the world in an entirely different and positive light. Life becomes a joy for you. In the East, your life energy is referred to as key energy. Your key is either getting bigger and expanding, bringing you more love, success, and happiness, or it is contracting, making you feel lethargic, aimless, and tired. Your goal is to expand your positive energy every day so you can become more joyful and mentally strong. How do you expand your positive energy and mindset? Listen to others with an attentive ear. Help those who need it. Resolve to be a kinder, more patient, and more loving person. Take courses or read materials about subjects that interest or fascinate you. Indulge your curiosity for experiencing new things, learning and traveling. Take up a new hobby. Constantly work on your mind to become the person you truly want to be. The paradox is that the very use of energy for mind expansion actually brings you more energy. This is true because the natural and inherent impulse of life is to seek to live more. It is the nature of intelligence to enlarge itself. It is a principle of consciousness to extend its boundaries to find fuller expression. The more you reach out to others and live in a positive way, both mentally and physically, the more your energy and power grows. In the same way, we can apply the lesson of extending or withdrawing energy to the area of mental health. For example, a person who is under the influence of depression has contracted energy. They are wrapped up in their own self-contained mindset of negativity. As a result, they lose touch with the outside world. Even small, unimportant things become matters of great urgency and worry. The cure for the depressed person is to extend their energy into the universe to expand, give, help, offer, and learn instead of contract. When they do this, they put themselves in a position in which good things can happen to them. One excellent application of the expansion mindset is the way you handle difficult people, people who are aggressive, hostile, conflictual. The critical and aggressive person's contracting energy can detonate an emotional time bomb that explodes on you if you're not careful. What you need to do in this case is to expand your own energy and fill in the gap left by their contraction of energy. By expanding your own energy, smiling, looking at the person in the eye, even agreeing with someone what they're saying, you can diffuse their aggression. Your goal is first to match their aggressive energy, not by being aggressive yourself, but by raising your tone of voice to match their intensity, while at the same time maintaining the softness of your words. Let's say you have a conversation like this. 
The irritated person says, you're an idiot. You don't understand. You will respond, I have love for you as a human being, even though we have different views. You're angry right now. I can see that. Now you say this in a similarly loud voice, maybe just a notch lower in intensity. Although your voice is loud and matches the intensity of the other person, your words are soft creating a paradoxical effect that throws the angry person off guard. You have surprised the angry person and interrupted their hostile pattern. You have matched their vocal intensity and showed them that you're not a pushover or weak, but at the same time, you have responded to them with loving and kind words that lead to energy expansion. This paradox of strength with softness will likely jolt them out of their self-hypnosis while they're under the influence of the anger weakness. When you do that, you can open the door to honest communication. When you match them in an energy intensity and then lead them to a place of peace and non-aggression, you're not being insincere or manipulative. Rather, you're expanding your energy to create a harmonious alliance with your energy-contracting conversational partner. When you do this, they will likely reduce their anger intensity since your positive energy has softened their negative energy. At the same time, your loving energy has filled the gap left by their anger energy. Always remember that the greatest love is to transform your inner life so others are attracted by your genuine example of goodness. When you do this, you will finally come to a realization an important point in your mind. And that is that love has no fixed point. It flows unceasingly, covering everything along the way. Love University listeners, the key for you to develop your invincibility blueprint is to do three very simple things. First of all, be a mental path maker. Start to develop positive habits that lead you to more joy, love, and success. Number two, bypass the contraction mindset. When your life energy gets weaker, learn how to expand it, how to incorporate loss and trauma into your life in a meaningful and positive way. And finally, expand your mindset. Look to extend loving energy to other people, even those who are aggressive and difficult and hostile, to fill in the gap left by their withdrawing energy. When you do this, you can start to develop these positive habits, this blueprint, your personal sense of invincibility, in which you can overcome obstacles that come your way and live your most full potential in life. Love University students, anticipate that you will go out this week and have an invincible you week in which you will give love to others without expectation and achieve your deepest dreams. If you want to be on the show or if you have a show idea or if you want to comment on today's show, you can visit us at loveuniversity.love. Write to us at loveuniversitylove at gmail.com. Call us at 310-226-8090. If you want to pick up a copy of Invincible You, the book, you can do so at amazon.com, barnesandnobles.com and start to learn the blueprint for your life success. You can also subscribe to us on Podbean, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Like us on Facebook at Love University Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Love Letter U Podcast. So until next time, Love University students, have a wonderful Invisibility U week. Put away your notebooks, your iPads, your phones. This is Dr. Avila.